interrupted again. It happens. Um, anyway, so, yes, I was talking about type A people, and I got off track and started talking about polymaths. Yeah, and I think what I was trying to say there was, just because you're a type A person and you don't feel the need to push your ideas onto other people, doesn't mean you're not smart. It means you could be not smart, uh, but it doesn't mean you have to be not smart. You, know, you could be a an Air Force pilot, you know, who hasn't got anything to say on social media uh, in, in, in the direction of the sort of genius that someone like Kanye West has. That's who I was talking about in the previous episode. He's a genius. I don't know if he's ever had an original idea in his life or if he's just a parrot like me. I think, I suspect he's just a parrot. Yeah, and that's what I was saying at the last the end of the last episode. Yeah, I suspect he's not a polymath genius, um, but he just parrots ideas that other people have had, you know. But, uh, but because he knows how to do it by pressing a piano key, um, you know, while he's singing and he knows how to groove while he's talking, these while he's being a parrot, uh, you know, maybe it makes him come across like a polymath genius, but he's probably just rehashing other people's ideas. Um, which is not to be sneezed at, that's all I do. You know, you read other people's ideas and then you rehash them. That's what I'm doing right now. But the true polymaths um, are the ones who come up with original ideas, and I was about to use Descartes as an example, you know, who came up with, I think, therefore I am, and, um, and who also came up with um, the Cartesian plane, the graph paper that we use, you know, I didn't even know that until yesterday, or if I did, I forgot, you know, and I said, oh, well, but I love that I think, therefore I am uh, thing, that's brilliant, you know, like, that's amazing, and I didn't understand it when I heard it, yeah, when I heard that sort of quote, I didn't know what it meant, but someone explained it to me. And then someone explained to me um, how I think, therefore, I am, as a, a philosophical conflict, con um, construct, was unravelled by someone called, um, I think it's David Hume, a Scottishman, you know, um, because everyone thought that um, Descartes had nailed that. Um, and they thought they had, that Descartes had nailed God with the idea of, I think, therefore, I am. It's a whole thing. You know, it's this idea of, oh, maybe we're just God's puppets, you know. And Descartes said, but even if we are, as puppets we are thinking, so it's, it's academic, I still am. You know, it doesn't matter whether I am being instructed to think what I am thinking. I am still thinking and all that sort of thing. So he said, therefore, I do exist even if I exist as a puppet or as an avatar in someone's computer game, I still exist. And even if someone has programmed into me that I should fall in love with another avatar that doesn't exist, if I don't exist apparently, and this other person, you know, my, you know, the girl that I love, you know, if she doesn't exist too, but if I think she exists and she thinks I exist, you know, we both exist and that's sweet love, you know, and, that's all that's, and Descartes said all that sort of stuff, you know. He wasn't quite sure about her, but he was quite sure about himself, you know. Anyway, um, and then um, this Scottish bloke came along, you know, 100 years later maybe, and everyone had thought, wow, I can't, we can't counter that, and that's brilliant logic, and this is how smart some people can be. And David Hume said, yeah, yes, but in order to have a thought, you know, you can't have a thought in 
an um, infinitesimally small period of time. It takes time to have a thought. From the moment you had the first thought, even if time is a sort of um, made-up construct or whatever, you know, part of the illusion, um, but even the illusion of time, it becomes a thing just as much as your thought is a thing um, because you can't have a thought without time elapsing, you know. Whatever time is, even if it's a magical quantity, you know, or a made-up quantity by some god or something, time to have a thought that's that brings time into existence, and you can't have time without space or the idea of space at least, and so on and so forth. You know, David Hume brought in all of that sort of stuff, which um, which suddenly makes me uh, swings me back to Candace Owens, who I was talking about earlier in one of the other uh, parts of this episode, um, she brought David Hume up. And I was, I was delighted, you know, and I sort of think, ah, oh, there he is again. You know, because I've often thought, thought about that Descartes thing, you know, and how Descartes was unravelled by David Hume. I think that's his name, David Hume. I call him the Scottish gentleman most of the time because I can never remember his name. <laughs> it's like the Scottish play, you know, Macbeth, you know. Um, anyway, so um, she brought him up. Candace Owens, to swing back to that other thing I was talking about, um, African, African Americans, you know, trying to make their own language from scratch, you know, based on English, you know, they can't even start from scratch, they've got to base it on English even, they're still speaking English, it must be so annoying, um, and, um, and, um, and Candace Owens, all right, you know, remember I wasn't on the side of the rappers or Candace Owens before, but Candace Owens for her next argument said well take the scottish she said david hume and i went she's mentioning david hume he's the one i often think about but forget his name and she said david hume for example um had good advice for the scots a long time ago they were trying to um you know refusing to speak english properly you know they were trying to you know they were mangling it up just like african-americans do these days you know and david hume said you're never going to win that way yeah. And uh, Candace Owens brought up that little anecdote, and I thought, that's fantastic. Yeah. She might be another parrot, just like I am, you know, grabbing ideas from other people. God, obviously, she grabbed that idea off David Hume. Yeah. But the point is, she's able to remix them and bring them together as a, you know, as a new argument. You know. So that might be non-parrot-like behaviour. Yeah. And Candace might have that non-parrot-like behaviour, and so might I. All right, so that's that. Look, the arguments go both ways. Be a rapper, if you want. Or be a Candace, you know. Maybe you'll win both ways. You can make a lot of money making rap music, and you make, you know. And I think Candace is making a lot of money too, being an influencer. Which brings me back to the ty the types of people there are: A, B, C, and D in my model. You can make other models, you know. So type A, P, a type A person um, sits back and and doesn't feel the need to drive his or her ideas into other people's heads. He's relaxed, he's zen, or he's stupid, all right? Now, type B people are the type of people who have ideas, even in the public domain, but they're not, they're honestly, they honestly don't care whether anyone picks up on them. So I would call those sort of people influencers, really. You know, they're not, they're, oh, no, inspirers, not influencers, inspirers. So part, type A people are um, Zen, all right, let's call it that. Uh, type A people are Zen. 
type B people are inspirers, and they're the people, sort of people who have ideas and, you know, all that sort of stuff, but it doesn't phase them if other people don't take on those ideas. And then um, you'd have, uh, and they're, they're very zen as well, um, but they are vocalising their ideas. Um, and then you would have type C people, I think, who are really, it's really important to them that when they have an idea, that other people incorporate those ideas into their heads as well. That they get, they reach into their own heads, they have an idea, and they need it to be in other people's heads. You know, that type B person doesn't mind. It's in my head, and if you don't want that idea, your call. I don't care. You know, your business, your free right, whatever. But type C people, they need that idea to come out of their own head and be in that other people's heads, and they actually get anxious if if that doesn't happen. You know, that's type C people. Um, now, and, and that might even extend to just being understood. You know, um, they get upset if they're not understood, whereas, you know, and I do think that I, I don't care whether I'm understood. You know, I'm understood by me, and that's good enough. You know, if people misunderstand me, good. You know, I don't care. Um, I remember... Um, Simply irresistible. Robert Palmer, you know, I read his, one of his eulogies and they said he worked hard at being misunderstood. And that's fantastic, you know. He's relaxed, you know. Um, whereas a lot of people are desperate to be understood and they're the type C people because they need what's in their head to be acknowledged by someone else. Um, okay, so it's type C people. They need what's in their heads uh, to be taken on board by someone else, and they won't rest until the other person has said, yes, all right, I agree. Yeah. Now, a type D person, um, I think, is someone who's not only, you know, is, is not satisfied with just getting the idea out of his head and shoving it in some people, other person's head. Now, it's not necessarily a bad thing for people to do that. We need activists, for example, in the world. And also, there's a lot of people who want to be influenced. Okay, that person is the influencer. You know, the type C person. So what have I got? Type A is Zen. Type B is um, Inspira. Type C is Influencer. Now, type D, I think, is the activist, actually. Um, and that's the person who not only wants the other person to take on his or her ideas, but wants to, um, wants to force a certain behaviour in the other person. Yeah, the activist. They want to alter the other person's behaviour, not only their thoughts, but their behaviours. That's a type D person. So type A, B, C and D. You know, um, now, A, Zen, B, Inspira, C, um, Influencer, and D, Activist. Now, you can get good people in each of those categories, as I've described in this episode and in the previous episodes. Uh, um, um, and you know what? To some extent, we're all probably a little bit of each at different points in time. You know, like um, they're, they're, I may be called to activism one one day in my life. I've never been, an, I've never 
engaged in an activist kind of activity. Uh, but, you know, maybe one day I will have to, you know, to defend my country and my flag, you know, or something like that, you know. Um, but at the moment, no, you know, not really. Um, uh, so A, B, C, and D. And the people who uh, want other people to not only take on their thinking, but also act on those, that thinking, they get really stressed until you act. Yeah, that's the type D person. Until you actually alter your behavior, they, um, they get really anxious. You know, because the type C person gets anxious if you don't actually just take on board the thoughts. But the type D person gets really anxious if you not only not take on the thoughts, but you don't act the way they want to as well. And, you know, and I had an example of that myself. Um, I made an episode um, the, a while back, which was a total satire, in which I said, I am a, a Nazi, you know, or something like that. It was a joke, you know. I am a Nazi, you know. My childhood turned me Nazi. And, um, and someone couldn't relax. Um, and it was for my own good. I actually saw that. It was for my own good. Um, and it wasn't because um, of what she wanted me to do. You know, it wasn't because of what she thought was the right thing to do or not. It's because she knew how other people would interpret that and she was giving me good advice. And um, and she said, you can't put that up on the internet. You can't say my childhood turned me Nazi. You can't pretend to be a Nazi on the internet, even if you are being satirical, because not everyone's bright enough to to understand that. And you could, you know, be putting yourself and your loved ones at risk. Now, she's absolutely right, you know. Um, so, um, and, and I think she was anxious, but that was through love. You know, she was worried about my loved ones, including herself. Check that out. You know, so there's a room for activism. Um, and so I changed that um, episode and I, and I changed it to my childhood turned me Nazi. Open brackets. Not really. I'm just joking. You know, or something like that. Close brackets. Which is pretty lame-o for a, satir a satirist, isn't it? Um, yeah, I went back about a week later and changed it back again, of course, you know. Um, because, you know, I'm a Ryan. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there, you know. But, um, but in deference to what she was saying, I put two chimpanzees as a, um, a profile image on that episode where one chimpanzee was pulling the leg of another chimpanzee. So, you know, that's... A, um, I, I, still, I still respected what she was saying, you know, and acted upon that. I, yeah, I could have put a swastika on there, you know, but I didn't. I put a chimpanzee on there as the image. You can put an image on these YouTube things, and I, I, I put an... Um, I didn't put the... I didn't put a picture of Hitler there, you know. I, I put a, um, a chimpanzee pulling another chimpanzee's leg. I'm pulling your leg, you know, and that was just to accommodate the stupid people, you know, and all that sort of stuff. But I'm stupid myself, just a dumb parrot squawking, you know, um, and that's the end of that. So in summary, I've pretended to be a psychologist in this episode, and I've identified, I've created a model, you know, which is probably a rehash of models that are out there anyway. So, so psychologists take this all the way, you know, um, 
and, and develop wonderful models. You know, I used to love the Maslow one, you know, and I still do the hierarchy of needs, but that's, you need more than that. So there's Piaget models, and I, I can think of other, other ones, yeah. Ericsson, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And your favorite social media influencer who provides you with your memes. You know, they're all brilliant psychologists, aren't they? All of them. Um, so that's the end of that. Uh, my little mini-series on being a psychologist. And I've created my own model my own psychology model uh, or type a people type b people type c people and type d people the zens the inspirers the influencers and the activists and if i could be bothered i could extend that but i'm not going to <laughs>